Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then the door knocks. Neighbors at the door. Oh, I, I gotta come up with something. She's cleaning her. She's cleaning her rifle. She accidentally shot herself. She's cleaning her rifle. But we already know if it's intentionally an accident. You would have been over there giving CPR. You would have been holding her head. Compression. You would have been doing whatever to stop the bleeding. But she didn't do any of that. Man, there's something on your chest, dude. Just get it off your chest. There's really nothing. Well, you're that shallow and that hollow of a dude? I'm not. I don't know what you guys want me to say. The fucking truth. I, I trust my wife. Even when she said that thing about the roses, I... I thought, oh, okay, you know, she's being nice. And that's what I was getting at. Like, when my buddies at work, you know, we're like, they're always hanging out with us. We're having barbecues all the time. If it's their birthday, my wife makes them a cake. So how, like, that's how well do you guys interact with other people? Do you guys have a lot? Are you guys very social? Do yeah, you guys... very social. Okay. We have friends. We go to friends' houses. We go to dinner all the time. So often you have parties at your house for get-togethers? Probably and... once every two weeks. I'll usually have, we'll usually grill steak and make, like, jalapeno poppers. Mm-hmm. I'll usually have, like, four or five guys, and they'll usually be, like, their wives or something. Yeah. Usually, yeah. like, the buddies I work with, and they've known them for a while. No, are these, are these, what kind of parties are these? Are they just where wives hang out, guys hang out, maybe drink some beer, eat some steak? Yeah, usually and we usually yeah. we always grill. I got a Weber grill. We usually grill. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. Do they get promiscuous or you know? No. I don't know. No, no, no. You no, know no. what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I have friends like um, two of them have wives. One, one of my buddies, Sean White. His he has a wife. And she's pregnant right now. And then my uh, buddy Anthony, and he has a wife, Carrie. I got buddies that got wives too, man. And well, they, but I didn't shoot my wife in the back of the fucking head. And I didn't. My wife didn't have a, a receipt for a dozen roses in there. And I didn't just come back from three weeks being downrange with some Jody stories or some people talking shit about their wives. Or may not have been. But I still wondering what was going on. Come home and find a receipt and like, oh, okay. Did she bring it up or did you find it and say, what the fuck is this? And that get spark another argument. I also don't have neighbors next door that say up until the last three weeks, they've been arguing all the time. We hear them arguing all the time and they're raising their voices all the fucking time. They're always arguing about something. So I don't know why I'll, for three weeks it's been great but guess what you've been gone for three weeks it doesn't matter where you found the receipt you knew about the roses and you didn't well, tell I us didn't, I didn't it. need a receipt I just I know her. but you knew you knew about the roses what did she bring it up there, so you told did she tell you or did you find a ro- on the receipt no I, I told you how it came up remember when I she said oh I got you some alcohol and I said oh, okay thank you but how'd you get it and she said oh I got it from a co-worker that I work with and she also said, oh, and I also, and, I, and he said, oh, and her wife is having a baby right now, and she's been having a lot of trouble staying, and she's been staying up. So I felt bad, and so I went and got her some roses. So some co-worker buys a 19-year-old girl so it's a bottle of cinnamon whiskey, and she buys him roses, because the whiskey's for you, and the roses for his wife. 
found them. That's what you said. No. Well, no, the roses, she told me the roses were for his wife. Mm -hmm. And he bought the whiskey for her husband. Yeah. So do you think it's roses? Do you think that is something that you'd buy for somebody's wife that's not feeling? If my partner's wife isn't feeling well, maybe I might get her some carnations or a nice flower bouquet, maybe some balloons on it. My wife, I'm gonna get roses. Oh. None of this makes sense. It wasn't a blood roll. You're, you're cleaning up the apartment. You're not calling 911. You just shot your wife in the head. You're not rendering medical aid to her. You're not calling 911. You're cleaning up the apartment. You're hiding things in the crime scene. You see what I mean? That doesn't make sense. You go to the open if the door. I accidentally hurt somebody, I'm gonna be doing everything in my willpower to make sure they're okay. You go to the door with no blood on you. Then you run back in and you got four little swipes on your shirt, and maybe a little bit on your head. From a head wound with a with a five five six that moves about twenty nine hundred feet per fucking second. Next to the front of her face. And you're telling me that there's no fucking uh that's all the blood you got on you? I mean, I when I came up to her, I was on the left side of her and I grabbed her and I put my, my hand on the right side of her head. something may not be true or you assume something may not be wrong so you get in a rage you make a stupid act that makes sense to us that's not i wasn't ever rage for we've got an argument since what was it over You better yeah. fucking start remembering, man. Make yeah. your story make it believable. I, before yeah. I went to, what were we? What have we argued about? Yeah, that? what have you argued about? I don't. Probably random shit. Probably like what? Does she not pick her clothes up? Does she not pay bills on time? Maybe. Does she spend too I've much money? It must have maybe used. Does she spend too much time on the computer? Maybe. What is it? What I mean, is it that makes I mean, you argue? We got, we got an argument before because she likes to sit on her phone all the time. Or so you were jumping time on her phone and with you, and you got mad and you started yelling at her, yeah. right? Because mm. yeah, that was. I mean, we've argued about that before, but I've never. Right? Well, then the only time about. I've really screamed, like I screamed at her before. What happened? You got I think it is because she got in the fender bender old car that we used to have, and we were arguing about it. And then, like, why didn't you shoot her then? 
to me that's intentional that's not a mistake you don't make those mistakes you even told me that that you don't make those mistakes and you've cleared that type of a weapon a thousand times I think today you got up, you're angry, and you killed your wife. You said, fuck this bitch and blow her brains out? No. You hid weapon. You hid the magazines. You flushed fucking you alcohol to down the toilet. To you changed the crime scene after shooting your wife in the head. Nothing about it seems accidental. It seems intentional. I understand how. With malice. What's that? So are you a cold? You intended to kill your wife. You stuck a gun in the back of her head and pulled a fucking trigger. Are you a cold, heartless killer? No. Or were you acting out of revenge, out of anger, out of jealousy? I'm not a cold-hearted killer. And I was not angry or jealous of my wife in any way. Was she a you? Was she cussing at you for for no, fooling around? No, I told her, oh, you're very cute. And she was silent and she was on the computer. And it was quiet. And I started, and I took the weapon and I was just going to quickly just shoulder it, pointed it towards your wife, yeah. pulled it, put it on the fire, pulled the fucking trigger, boom, gun goes off, she dies. You hide the crime scene, you change it, you alter it, you go put magazines underneath the bed, you knock them off the bed, kick them under the bed, you, go, you throw the gun in the other closet, you go get the bottle of liquor and you flush it down the toilet twice. It takes a minimum, a minimum of 45 seconds to fill up a, a, a tub of the back of the commode to flush it again, a minimum of 45 seconds. Did a little plumbing in my day, I know these things. And then, so you do it twice, and then you go to the door, no blood on you. Answer the door. Then you run back and you come back with minimal blood from a head wound with a 556. It's got countless amounts of pressure and moving 2,900 feet per second out of the end of a 16 inch barrel. Explain that, Skyler. If you could explain it, we'll be done. If you can't explain it, son, then what happens is right now you're looking at homicide, intentional killing of your wife. I understand. I, that stuff, the stuff, okay, when I tried to, when I took the magazine and I put it on the bed, and after all this happened, the alcohol was in the kitchen, okay? In the kitchen. The, the alcohol was in the Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, told, I said that earlier. Right, know. right, right, right. In the kitchen. So you kill her in here, you run past this, you put the gun in there, you hide the magazines in this room, and you go into the kitchen, get the alcohol, go back to the fucking commode, and you flush it twice. Not once, I twice. Didn't, I didn't wait for it to. And then. No, 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 change your story a little bit more. Twice. You flushed it twice. They heard it flushed twice. If you don't wait, it don't flush. Then they run back out here and open up the door because somebody's knocking on the door. You got no fucking blood on you. You never ran to the aid of your wife, Skyler. You never ran to the aid of your wife. She had a bullet hole in the back of her head, the love of your life, and you let her lay in a fucking pool of blood, and you run to the door and you try to change the crime scene. And then you come back and you got minimal blood on her. Skylar, don't fucking lie to me. I'm tired of you lying to me. Tell me the goddamn truth. That's twice I've used GD. I never say that word. You have got me angry. 
you to serve. I want to know the truth because your wife deserves the truth. You telling me this shit? Sir, absolutely. Okay, what I'm saying is, I, I was so, I've never done anything, nothing, I, this is, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say. I, I was so, this is, I've never been around this kind of shit before, okay? So immediately, I don't know why the fuck I was thinking about myself, and I should have been fucking thinking about my goddamn wife, which I should, I should have been thinking about my wife, and for some fucking reason, I was thinking about myself as motherfucking myself, okay? And I was thinking, oh my god, I'm, I'm uh, alcohol, you're really fucking alcohol, and then... My military career is over. Me, me, me. Why is this happening to me? To me, me, me. While your wife lays there dead. Was she still breathing? No, when I went up to her, she wasn't breathing. When did you go up to her? Uh, two minutes later, two after minutes you cleaned later? up the scene? Or did you, no, no, or did you okay. go right up to her right away? And, I, oh. I told you. Were you not writing all that stuff? I went up to her after I threw the gun. I went in there and I looked at After her. you threw the gun. Where did you throw the gun? In the bug bed. Closet. In this closet? No, the, the other bed. In the other room? Yeah. So you went out of the room. So you accidentally shoot your wife, or what you're telling me, after you put it on the shoulder, put your finger in the trigger well, put the gun on fire, and at her head, and pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. Then you take the gun out into the other room. If that was an accident, don't you think you would have dropped it right there, went over there, made sure she's all right, made sure she's breathing? Decided to render some sort of aid, like, oh, fuck. Let me, oh, maybe I just, may, maybe it just barely touched her. Maybe she's okay. No, let me go hide the crime scene. Let me go get this out because I'm a fucking soldier. go back in there, peek in there and go, oh, she's not breathing, just a sound of flesh alcohol. Get rid of the magazines. Hmm. Because it was an act of rage, you didn't plan next. All you planned was how to kill her. You didn't plan what was going to happen next because you acted in a fit of rage. That's what's called rage. You're lashing out because you're angry, you're mad. So you killed her. And then reality sets in that, oh my goodness, I just killed her. What am I going to do now? I have to make up a story. I have to come up with something quick. Right? I'm not dumb, okay? I know this is exactly what this is. This is rage. And you didn't know what to do after you killed busy. her. I was too worried about my own fucking tracks for some reason. I was too worried about myself getting in more trouble than... I understand. It didn't really have. It didn't click for me. Something just hit me and I was like, oh my god, a, a firearm went off. And she's probably... And I fucking just got rid of the shit. And... When I went back in there, I got pretty close to her, and she wasn't breathing, and her hair was over her face. I couldn't see her face, but I saw blood on, like, the chair and, like, on her shirt right here. And, yeah, and that was after all. Because you acted out of rage. If that would have been an action, you would have been all over. You would have been moving her hair. You would have been trying to figure out what you were doing. Let me run this by you. What else did you do altering the crime scene? Did you go out the slider door? I went out there and I was freaking out, yeah. Put your dog out there? No, he ran out there. Yeah. When you opened up the slider? You went out there freaking out. Was that before or after you opened the door for the neighbor? Tell the truth, man. That was before I opened the door for the neighbor. I went so now we went into another complete, another fucking room, went outside, oh shit, oh shit, still haven't rendered aid to your wife. To your panic mode. I, I didn't know what the fuck to do. She I was panicked, right? That's out of rage. Then, like my partner said, then the fucking reality set in, and then oh fuck, what do I do? Pan past the point of killing her. 
you're just so mad that you wanted to kill her. I didn't plan kill my wife. Okay. So you know what you're talking about? The difference of first degree murder and second degree murder. First degree murder is that you planned it. You said when I get home, I'm killing that fucking bitch. Second degree murder. Second degree murder is this. That fucking bitch is cheating on me. Bang! Gun goes off. That's a difference, son. I didn't think Reality hits. Now, oh man, I actually did it. I did it. I can't believe I did it. Now what do I do? Right? No. Wow, I, I did this. So what do I do? So you said the first you I, I premeditated whatever I see. I did not think that. And number two, I just, no. I didn't. No, because you're caught. No, and now I you're, didn't. Dude, my kids are older than you, man. I got you, I got you figured out in the first five minutes we're in here. I know exactly when you don't like what you, you're going to change the fucking story. You've been doing it all night. We've been talking to you for three and a half, four hours. And I'm telling you, man, you're, I got you figured out. I know it, it, all you've got to do, the difference between uh, getting this thing done and I'll take care of it is you tell me why you pulled the trigger on the back of your wife's head. Well, are you fucking mad? You tell my partner, where is it because of your rage, because she was cheating on you, because you just said, fuck it, I want out of this. I want to be a soldier. She wanted to be out of the army. You wanted to stay in. Whatever the reason is, just tell us. It's out of rage you did it boom bang done we're out of here first degree murder second degree murder i don't know which one it is but it's one of the two i really didn't think she was cheating i really i didn't have any i didn't doubt it at all Then we come back to the same question. Why would you shoulder a weapon, put it on fire, put your finger in the trigger well, train the weapon on the back of your wife's head, and pull the trigger? Um, I did not intentionally try to kill her. The weapon was in her, that point directly at her, and I was not. You're changing the story again. You're changing the story. You're changing the story again. Why did you do that? Other than, I don't know, it was stupid. It was stupid. Yeah, we know that. But we don't think you're a stupid guy. A guy that's cleared thousands of weapons including weapons today before you turn them in. 11 years old, you had your first AR. For nine years, you've worked that weapon system. You know better. Loaded or unloaded, you don't point a rifle at anybody at the back of anybody's head. What would happen if your first sergeant saw you doing that to somebody, another fellow soldier? He'd probably take the rifle and beat me with it. So again, you're not that stupid to make that mistake. You know better. So why did you do it? I did, okay, I shot the weapon and it was aimed at her head. I didn't intentionally try to kill her. Me being... 
I skipped a step. I skipped a step on the weapon. And a 19-year-old time. He stabbed? The weapon wasn't unsafe. I didn't charge it. I think you skipped more than one step. Pointing in the wrong direction. What are the what are the firearm safety rules? Pointing a weapon in a safe direction, having the weapon on safe. Make sure your weapon's clear. What's the last one? Trigger discipline. On your finger off trigger. That's not the one I'm talking about. You know which one I'm talking about. Always treat a weapon like it's loaded. Always treat a weapon like it's loaded. So how does a young man that's been shooting guns since he's 11, how much time he's been in the army now? Since November 7th, 2012. Since November 7th, 2012, so almost two years. And how much weapons training have you had? Probably a lot, right? I'll let you answer that. How much weapons training have you had? Mortars, machine guns, grenade launchers, different types of rifles, short power. All of them you have to clear it, right? All of them you keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to um, fire the weapon. And never they, point anything at anything you're not willing to destroy it. They preach the firearm safety rules to you? I know we get preached to us. Do so they preach it to you in the Army? Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did you find the receipt, point the gun at her, not thinking it was loaded and pulled the trigger? No, I didn't know there was a receipt for the roses. Were you trying to scare her? No. Trying to intimidate her? No. Were you in an argument saying, hey, I could do this to you, and instead of the gun just going click, it went bang? No, I never threatened her. You ready to do a CBSA lie detector test? We'll be, we'll, we'll, um, my partner and I will step out, we'll get a guy in here, he'll do that test and get it all in. If it comes through, you ready to do that? You want to get the truth out here? Yeah, maybe help us clarify it. You want to do that? Help us understand. I know you guys really don't. Just, I, no, I want, I want to give you the option. Just this, is, this is an investigative tool. It's not admissible in court. It's an investigative tool. It gives me an idea if you're being truthful or not. That's all. Yeah, that's fine. You want to do it? Um, yeah, that's fine. Right. It's going to take us about 10 or 15 minutes to get set up. Can I get more water? Sure. Yeah, so, want a candy bar in there? No. You like candy? I don't know. Right, I can't help you with anything else, but I'll get you some more water. All right. Recording stuff. analysis is that correct Whatever they need. is that what he asked you about he talked to you about that yeah i said i would do it okay i know we talked about polygraph a little bit we're going to do some uh, administrative stuff real quick before we even get into the machine and i'll talk about how the machine works and all that kind of stuff so 
I'm a major crimes detective. I work at major crimes homicide, and one of my primary duties is to coordinate the computer voice stress analysis program as well. So uh, that's what I do for the other six examiners that I have that uh, work for me here. So before we get started, though, I'm going to go ahead and get uh, your permission to conduct the examination. You gave your, you said you wanted to take it, so we'll get that. We'll get through that. Spell your first name for me, please. S K Y. L-A-R. Okay. And what's your middle initial? N. Okay. And what is your middle name? N-E-M. Oh, my middle name? Yes. N-I-K. Okay. O-L-A-S. Nicholas. Yes. And it's Nemitz? Yes. N-E-M-E-T-Z. E-T-Z. T-Z. That's what I thought. All right. So... Do you have any problem reading or writing? Yeah. Can you see okay? Yeah. I know you're tired. Can you read that for me? Aloud? I, Skylar Nicholas Nee. Speak up, okay? All right. Uh, yeah, Everything. So you're kind of you're kind of at a low volume now. I know you're tired. You've been doing this a long time. You've been answering a lot of questions. I'm not up in your grill or anything like that, okay? Yeah. So, but I need you to you know kind of speak up so we can get through this. 
All right, we're going to go through Miranda once more, okay? That's your rights advisal, so I under, I, I'm confident that you still want to talk to me and all that stuff. The way I do it is I'm going to read aloud from the form you're going to sign, and then I'm going to give you a blank form that you can read along with me, and we'll go from there, okay? So, advisement of rights. Before questioning you to make any statements, I'm going to advise you of your rights. You have a right to remain silent. Any statements that you do make can be used as evidence in the court of law. You're not a juvenile, so the juvenile addendum doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, pertain to you. You have the right to sign a talk to an attorney of your choice and have your attorney present before and during questioning and make a statement. If you cannot afford an attorney, you're entitled to have one appointed for you without cost to you to have the attorney present at any time during questioning and make a statement. You stop answering questions or ask for an attorney at any time during any questioning to make a statement. Do you understand each of these rights I've explained to you? Yes. Having been made fully aware of these rights, do you voluntarily wish to answer questions now? Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay, a couple of, again, just procedural things. All right, one, two, three, four, and five are what I read you. These are the two questions I ask you. I'd like you to initial next to the margin, next to each numeral, indicating you understand your rights. If you have any questions about them, please ask me. Okay, I would like you to initial next to the, these two numerals for the two questions and put your answers there. You answered yes to both of those and sign below, please. Let's 
82nd Street, mm -hmm. Southwest, mm -hmm. apartment 301. Yeah, like and what's the zip out there? 98498. Okay. And you're employed by the U.S. Army, and what's your unit of assignment? What my unit? What's your unit of assignment? Yeah. Three two. Right. What company? Dash five twenty or it's five dash twenty. Okay. HHC. Okay. So your headquarters, headquarters, seventy five twenty infantry. Yeah. Third brigade. Second ID. Second ID. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Brigade, second ID. Okay. Great. What, what's the What's the address over there? At uh, what's, what's the building number? Do you know? Are you on Northward or are you guys on Main? Main, but then close. Do you have your one? So we're next to the second range of that. Or down by 275 on the yeah. second division. It's like literally right down the street from 275. Yeah, it used to be right down the street from 275 too. At 504th and Deep Battalion. I was there about 15 years ago. So what's your phone number? You got a cell phone? Yeah, 707. Okay. 832. Mm -hmm. 9008. 
Okay. And what's the unit number? Um, I don't know that off the top of my head. You don't know your section number, your company number? It's on my phone. It's on your phone. And I have a call card. You got a that it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Gotcha. I doubt it. Okay. I don't know. So what are you, what's your position in your platoon? My range or my position? Your position. Gunner. Gunner. Okay. Are you on a track or are you on a Humvee? I'm on a striker. A striker. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that going to be a fifty or is what what's, what are you running? Two forty. Two forty. I saw. Okay. What's your MOS? Eleven C. Mortar. Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been there? Um, I arrived there on March seventh, two thousand thirteen. Been in the military since November 7, 2012. So you had four months down Fort Benning? Yeah. For if you're basic and all that since March. Did you go down range? Did you get deployed? When I got back, they just got back from deployment. So oh, they just got back. Yeah, we've been, we haven't. You haven't rotated again since? No. Okay. So where did they go? Where in Afghanistan? Oh, they went to Afghanistan. They went to okay. Afghanistan, okay. yeah. Are you scheduled to deploy again? Anything about that? No, uh, nothing. Warning, warning nothing at least until we have we're booked up until like June and July time next year. What so do you mean book? We're, uh, we, range have, we have tra we, yeah we have training rotations booked all the way till July. Gunnery rotations. Gunnery from here to NTC, Southern California, yeah. Idaho, and yeah, mm -hmm. right. That's uh, we haven't been told otherwise besides that. They had an op order like a month and a half ago that told us all about it. And that's as far as we know. So gunneries through July of of fifteen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. No, no pending deployment. No. So far. Yeah. And what's your right now? E4. Specialist? Yes. Okay. Any other skill identifiers or additional schooling that you've been to? No armor, schooling, nothing like that. You haven't been to any training except your basic qualifications. Your gunnery training. No advanced training. Yeah, I've just done gunnery training. I've just trained on the weapons. Okay. But nothing. You have gone to any schools or anything like that? No. Okay. Did you put in for any schools? Yes. What did you put in for? Aerosol and Ranger. Yeah. yeah, you put in already? And you had to get through 4187 back or not? No, they didn't put me through because they said I was too young. Right. Okay. So they didn't even forward your 4187? They got up to the gate level and they said that I was too young. Okay. Gate level. Alright. Okay. 
put in for Ranger and Eversol, but you did not put in for Airborne School? No. Why not? I just wasn't interested. It's kind of tough to get to Ranger School without having an Airborne qualifier. You know, because you got a job. Yeah, well, they do, they send you to Airborne after Ranger School now. Really? Yeah. Not my day. You gotta do a little jumping. Alrighty. So, you grew up in, in uh, White Rica the whole time? You never lived in the yeah. No, I was, I, I was born in Eureka, California. Yeah. And um, I lived there. It's called Y-R-E-K-A, right? No, it's, it's not Y-R-E-K-A, it's Eureka. It's E-U-R-E-K-A. Oh, okay. It's the other one. Okay. Yeah. Eureka Arcade area. Okay. And I lived in Eureka Arcade and McKinleyville area. It's all one pretty much big town. And I lived there pretty much my entire life. What's, that, what's the closest town to that bigger town? To Eureka? Yeah. Arcadia. Arcadia. How far is Sonoma? Is it near there? Sonoma's south. Yeah. It's a couple hours south. A couple hours south. Okay. So you're almost in Oregon. Yeah, I'm about an hour and a half away from... Closer to weed and all that action? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. They just had, didn't they just have... What they had there? Fires or something? Yeah, a fire. A big fire. Like 159 houses or something. And weed. Got burn up. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Just the last couple of weeks. So, uh... Since... Since you were born, you lived in Waraka until you graduated from high school or what? Yeah, I graduated high school at Arcata High. Okay. And I, uh, yeah. You never lived anyplace else? Same parents? Mom and dad? Yeah, um, well, they split up when I was younger. When did they split up? When I was, I think I was probably eight. They divorced? Or nine, they got a divorce. Mm -hmm. And... My mom remarried. Mm -hmm. My dad did not. So where, who'd you live with? I went back and forth evenly. Okay, you went back and forth. I lived with my parents my entire life. You lived with your parents? Yeah, until I went to the military. Which parents? My mother and my father. I went back and forth until I left to go to the army. What was the last house you but your mom and dad split up, you said? Yeah, right. but they both lived in the same area. Okay. In yes. Eureka or Arcana or what? Yeah, they both lived in Arcata. Okay. What'd your dad do? Um, so what do you for a living? He was a pipe fitter yeah. for Simpson and Evergreen Pool. Okay. And then my mom was a hairdresser, a hairdresser and a business owner. She had her own salon or something? She owned her own clothing business. Oh, okay. How did that affect you when they divorced? Is that a bad thing for you? I think it was good for the both of them. Really? I had oh. healthy parents after that, I think. Really? What, yeah. was the, what was the problem between them? Was there an issue with one or the other or something, or what? I think my mother was just not a very trust, trustworthy person. Oh, really? And wasn't very good with money, I think. Oh, really? But she got better after yeah. some time. Okay. And, uh... Yeah. Did you rack up a lot of debt or something for your dad? Yeah, I think she did. Yeah. That kind of caused a lot of friction, finances. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any siblings? Yeah. What do you have? I have, brothers, sisters. I have an older sister. That's it? And I have a younger brother. Okay. How, old is, how much older is your sister? She, we're all four years. So my sister is four years older than I am. She's 24. Okay. What she, she do? She just turned 24. She is a, um, I guess she like she tests products for pet smart, so she tests them with real animals before they actually go into the store. Oh. Okay. And then um, my younger brother just turned 16 mm -hmm. in June. So you still in high school in Arcata? No, when I when I left to the military, mm -hmm. my mother moved to Park City, Utah. Oh, that's a difference. Yeah, I thought we were just talking before I was. Well, no, just get to the story. Um, yeah, when I went to the military, my mom moved with my little brother to Park City, Utah, and then my father moved to San Jose, California. Yeah. And they still live in those same places now. Okay. What was the big draw to Park City, Utah for your mom? Say that again. What was the big draw to Park City, Utah for your mom? Um. You said she got remarried, she, right? Yeah, but about, I think it was five years later, she got a divorce again, and oh. she hasn't remarried since. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, and she moved to Park City. She moved to Park City because she liked the area. She'd been there before, and she has friends that have moved there. Okay. All right. Sometimes marriage is not for, for people. You know, sometimes it's not, not a good thing. All right, and dad's still, dad's never remarried, you said? And he's in San Jose? Yeah, he has a girlfriend, but they are uh, married. Right. Yeah, and he lives in Morgan Hill, which yeah. is right, yeah, it's San Jose area. Have you, have you been down there? Yeah, I've been to his house before. I, I visit and talk to my parents very frequently. Yeah, I grew up down there too. My dad was just up here visiting me like a week before I went out, so four weeks ago. Yeah, I grew up in Salinas, right down the road. Oh. There. Yeah. Okay. So did you go right? You must have gone right after high school, huh? Yeah. Like that's, I, that's for that summer right after you graduated? Yeah, I had about, yeah, July, August, September, October. Yeah, I had about five months. Five months before you In there. between my graduation and me leaving for basic training. And what did you do? Did you, were you working at all? Yeah, my uh, my friend, mm -hmm. his, his family owns a, a kitchen, and my aunt is uh, owns a catering business. Mm -hmm. So when they needed a hand, I'd help out because mm -hmm. I like to cook. Nothing steady though. No, I don't, like I don't a, really uh, need anything uh, steady. Not like a forties kind of break from you going to you go to school or anything for college or anything like that. No, I was going to start college once I got to the army. Okay, have you done that? I haven't started it. Don't you get no online or anything like that? No. Okay. All right. And you're married now, right? Yes. Okay. How long have you been married? Since March 7, 2013. Was that like the day you were right here? Yeah, well, the day I graduated was March 7th, and I got married March 7th. From That's from basic training. So did you guys get married in Georgia? Or? Yeah, I, yeah. The actual day I got to... I think it was 
that day or the next day because I remember when I graduated they put me on a plane that day yeah I flew out reported that day yeah so did your, your wife fly with so you? I think it was like March 8th but like 1 o'clock in the morning yeah so did your wife fly with you? no she flew back um, when my when I left or no when, when I went to uh, basic training and my mom moved to Park City yeah my she was my girlfriend then mm -hmm. but we've been together and uh, she went with my mom mm -hmm. and lived with her oh okay because it was just better it was more healthy for her oh, okay and uh, she lived with her for the four some odd months that I was in training. Right. And then when I graduated, they flew out to my graduation. We got married and she went back to Park City and then I went to Fort Lewis and okay. Jamie by myself. Mm -hmm. And I was here for a couple of weeks, just getting everything situated before right. she came. Yep. And then she came and we moved into our own place. Been there, done that a few times. Okay. So, um, how long were you guys together before you got married? I mean, um, dating? We were actually only dating like three months before that. Three months. Yeah. So during, during you kind of struck up a relationship again during... It was right after I graduated, I met her. Okay. Right after I graduated high school, I met her. Okay. Because I already knew her family. Right. And her cousin was uh, one of my best friends when I was growing up. Okay. All right. So, high school education, that's it? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. And the only other employment you've had throughout your history is some part-time stuff? Yeah, it was no steady job. Okay. Part-time caterer, does that make sense? Yeah, I just did some random cooking jobs here and there for some people. Did you ever work at a restaurant or anything like that? I mean, I worked at like my buddy's restaurant for like a, like a day or two. Yeah. Just to help him out with the helping hand. Yeah, yeah. It was more just helping out. Okay. What kind of restaurant do you have? What kind of restaurant did he, his family? Yeah. It was a, uh, it's like a country and breakfast store. Yeah. It's like, Diner. yeah, it's kind of, it's called the country store. So it's yeah. just homemade country goods. It's uh -huh. all homemade. All right. That's an arcade. Yeah. You were arrested when you were juvenile at all? I've never got taken, never arrested. Never arrested? Smoking weed, stealing anything, breaking anything? No. Never? Never did anything like that. What did you do in high school? Did you play any sports? Yeah, I wrestled okay. year-round year my entire time I was in high school. You wrestled? Yeah. Varsity? Yeah, I was on varsity and I was the, um, what do you call it, like the team coach for my uh, junior and senior year. Okay. Team the captain? Yeah, I was the captain. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wrestled uh, collegiate, freestyle, and Greco. Okay. All right. Pretty much all. Any other sports? Wrestling was year-round. Okay, that's it, just wrestling. Yeah, there was only like a two-month break. Okay, just training. All right, no juvenile difficulties at all, never? No, I've never been arrested. I've never gotten a ticket when I was younger. Did you drive? Yeah, I drove. Since you were 16? Yeah, when I turned 16, I got a tr pickup truck. Okay. And I got a license. But How'd you pay for that? My fam, uh, my mom did it for me. Your mom paid for okay. Yeah, and I would just, pretty much just, Help her out whichever she needed it. What kind of truck do you have? It was a, a Ford F-150. Okay. What year? It was a 06. That's a pretty nice truck. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything to it? No, it came with like tires. Pretty nice looking. Okay. All right. Have you ever taken any CVSA or polygraph before? 
Just no. No, not for security clearance or anything like that. No. Do you have? Do you have security clearance? I have like a basic security clearance. Secret or what? All it is, so I can use the electronics that are in our trucks. Okay. Because you apparently you have to have that that basic okay. level security clearance right. to be able to use like some computer systems there inside the truck. Right. Never been to jail or locked up or I've never been youth camp or nothing system. like that. Never. I've okay. never done anything like that. Okay. Any crimes that are undetected? Everybody does something. No, I mean, I drink. I drink alcohol okay. rage. So you drink MIP. Okay. Never smoked any weed or anything like that. Never took ecstasy. No, I've never Nothing. done pills before in my entire life. Nothing like that. I think that. I smoked when I was like in high school. A little times. weed. Okay. Yeah, but I wasn't like a pothead. Right. It wasn't something you're into. You're at thing. Anything else? I mean, just alcohol. I, I smoke cigarettes on occasion. Cigarettes. Well, okay. That's, I'm, I'm talking about criminal stuff. No. Never stole anything. No. Never. No. Not took a pen from anything from the unit. I mean, I'm not, these aren't the chargeable things. These are just things that you did and maybe weren't detected. No, I mean, I was given random stuff sometimes. Like, like that you thought were probably taken. So you possess stolen property? Not that no, I don't think so. Not that you're aware of? Really? Yeah. Okay. What else? Nothing? No. The only time I got some from the military, like I remember I got a box one time, they were throwing it away in the box of what? It was like a, just a metal box, like just a, just like an ammo can? No, it was just like a metal like clamp it wasn't an ammo can, it was like a clamp box. A clamp box. Yeah, they were throwing them away because we found a bunch of them there all dented and rusty. Okay. So besides alcohol and then we that's it. No no larceny, no malicious mischief, never egged anybody's house, nothing like that. TPD anybody's life. I think I egged a house one time when I was in high school. Okay. No TP in people's houses, anything like that? I think that came with the egging. Okay, TP, okay. Alright. That was back when I was like 14, I think. Yeah. Alright. This is where it starts to get a little stick. So, from the beginning, again, mm -hmm. all right, and I know you've said this many times tonight. Start out your day for me. When you guys get back from Yakima, back to you. Want me to start from when I woke up, or? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Start. Um, this morning I woke up at 4.30. Where? At uh, 4.30, wake up call. Uh, in Yakima, we had uh, they let us have the barracks for two nights before we went back home so we could shower. Okay. And um, so we woke up, we went to the motor pool, which is about a couple blocks away, mm -hmm. loaded up our trucks, got them so they were good to roll on the, the, on the roads. Do you guys railhead or do you guys ride back? We drove back. Mm -hmm. um, it was about a five hour. We left, we. SP'd at 7.30 and we got to JBLM I think it was I, we parked the truck at about 1300 so about 1 o'clock mm -hmm. that's when the truck was fishing yeah. off um, yeah got all my stuff we brought all of our weapons 
and all of our SI, we brought it back to the company after we uh, took apart the trucks and locked them up and made sure they were secured. SI, you're talking about special issue stuff? Yeah, we're talking about... Uh, radios and... Radios, mm -hmm. uh, dagger GPSs, um, compasses, our M4s. Okay. Um, That's part of your weapons, right? So, yeah. How many weapons do you have? You have your 240. I work. I have a M4. You an M4. And a 240. Right. And then I have other gear that goes with it. What else you got? I have a pair of uh, seven Bravo night vision goggles. Okay. I have. Um, I signed out a PVS seven, which is a it's like a night vision scope. Good. And then or a past thirteen. The PVS, so it's actually uh, PVS 13. Okay. I don't think it matters. But, um, and then I sign out a mortar tube also. So you got a plate in the tube? Yeah, well, the, the, you don't sign out the plate, you just sign out the tube. Okay. All right. But yeah, so I have a tube that I sign out to because I'm a gunner. Right. Where's the plate set? The plate stays locked up in a cage at work. Okay. So you got to lug that thing around? What's it weigh now? Yeah, it weighs. Eight. Like, no, it's it's eighty one mil it's eighty one millimeter tube. Right. So the base plate only weighs like Oh, that's a light one. Oh, okay. Okay, what? It's eighty one millimeter. How what's how, how much weight then? Um I can't remember. You don't know? I can't remember off the top of my head. The, the base plate weighs like twenty seven pounds, I think. Oh Sure seems like I remember the guys who were hunting they were like 80 pounds. That's jump. probably for the uh, 120. Yeah. Because they're jumping those. I mean, feel like a fucking rock. It's not good. It's no fun. Okay. So what else you got? That it? No. Um, yeah, we turn those things in. Right. Um, and then after that, I went. Well, what time I, did you turn in? We turned in our weapons. Uh, between two and three because when I looked up after all the weapons were turned in, I looked at my watch and it was uh, it was like 3.05 mm -hmm. or it's like 3 o'clock. Okay. And then we went outside. We all talked. Are you in a mortar platoon? Yes. Okay. All right. Who's um, platoon leader? The platoon leader is First Lieutenant Huddleston. Backtrack a little bit. How did? How long? When did you go to Yakima exactly? We left on um, September twenty seventh. Not a little bit. Huh? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. All right. And then we got back today, so the sixteenth. Okay. Nineteen days, something like that. Yeah, we were out in the field for seventeen of those, and then two of them we spent the barracks cleaning. Yeah. Cleaning. Right. All right. How'd you do? How to shoot? Good. I'm, majority I gun, so I don't hang the rounds. I get the gun on target so we can shoot it. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. So how did you how did you do? I'm pretty fast on the gun. Okay. So I'm one of the faster guys we have. How did how did uh, the how the you guys got how many guys in your track? Or your striker? Uh, we have four strikers total. So we got four strikers, four gunners, three AGs, three ABs, and four drivers, and then four squad leaders. Okay. So two teams per squad? 
two vehicles for squad? No, we can't. We run it separate, so right. we have one, two, three, and four gun. Uh, squads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty much squads. They're just small squads. Right. No bigger than five people, because that's all we can safely sit in a striker. Right. Um. Yeah, but okay. I wasn't too young now. So you just you just get it on target and they hang around. Yeah. See, if I'm doing an 81, I pretty much I get the sight on the poles and I get right. the gun laid in, so it's ready. Those guys are hanging through. Okay. Yeah, and they just hang around. And okay. Then on the one twenty, do the same thing. Okay. So how did you, how did your squad shoot? Hundred percent? What? I mean. it, uh, when we went this time, it was it was a MORTEP training mission, so it was right. more. Um, they wanted to do it was exams mm -hmm. and everybody in my squad got a hundred percent on everything. Oh, well. no, no fails or anything. But um, this more tip that we just did, the mortar training, it was mm -hmm. more to find out what's wrong with our trucks mm -hmm. so they can fix it. Right. Like combo was the main thing, so mm -hmm. now they're gonna look at fixing combo for our trucks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's what training is, you know. Okay. But you, you shot pretty well. But how did how did uh, LT feel about everything? Think everything went, went pretty well, or as far as I could tell, all the officers were happy with everybody. How's platoon sergeant? Uh, good. We just got a, a new platoon sergeant about. Well, he can't, it was like official about two, like a month or a month staff sergeant or something first class. He's a staff sergeant. We had a we had a sergeant for first class on Zoloskowski, mm -hmm. and now we have a staff sergeant Pena. Pena, okay. Yeah, so it's now yeah P yeah. What's what's your take on him? You okay? Yeah, I have no. So problem. far, so good. Yeah, I have no problems with anybody else. Who's your team? Who's your TL? My team leader. Yeah. Well, I'm actually the team leader. Oh, your team. Yeah, my squad leader is a E5 Sergeant Winston. Okay. Who's your squad leader? Okay. How they do it in the mortars is your VC is your squad leader, and then your gunner is your team leader, mm -hmm. and then it goes down to A, G, A, B, and driver. Okay. All right, so you got back, got all your stuff put away between 14 and 1500, then what? Um, once we were done, we went outside and we talked, and they said, and we had a brief, and the NCOs said, give us our safety briefs. They said, you know, don't drink and drive, don't beat your dogs, don't beat your wife, don't hurt anybody, be careful if you're going hunting, because it's mm -hmm. hunting season. Okay. And uh, that was it, and they let us go. And we had the company commander first arm come out, and they said they were happy with our progress, so we made it more to okay. So then we left, and, um, Who's your first sergeant? Uh, first sergeant Patois, P-O, let me spell it. Yeah. Uh, P-O-T-O-A-E, I think. I forget how it's spelled. Okay. It almost looks almost like potato. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but the very case, I'm not sure. Right? All right, anyway. So, anyway, so we're off, and... So, do you, do you have a car now? Yeah, well, my wife was waiting for me to pick me up. She has a car? Yeah, we have a truck. Okay. And she was waiting in the parking lot across the street to pick me up. Boy's name is Danielle, right? 
Yeah, well, her middle name's Danielle, and that, that's what I call her. What's her? Her name? first name is Tara. T-A-R-A? T-A-R-R-A-H. Okay. And she's waiting to pick up in the truck? Yeah, and... Um, what kind of truck do you guys have? It's a 2009 Toyota Tacoma. Is it there at the uh, apartment? Yeah, it's in our parking spot. Are they designated by numbers there? The, the yeah, yeah, they're just, yeah, they're designated by numbers. It says parking for 301 or something? It, it just has numbers on it. You get a number. It doesn't say 301 on it. Oh, it says something else? Yeah, it just has a random number. Okay. What's your assigned number? I can't remember if you... What color is the truck? It's tan. Mm -hmm. Is it California plates or Washington plates? It's got Washington plates. How long do you have it? I just got it like a couple weeks before I went to Yakima. Who is it registered to? It's registered to me. So, you guys go directly home, or? Uh, yeah, we, uh, so I got my stuff in the truck, mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, I jumped in the truck, and we were, we drove home, and, yeah, we were just catching up and talking, mm -hmm. and, um, she was really happy to see me, and I was really happy to see her. Okay. Uh, so, we got home. And I wanted to order a pizza. Time you guys get home, but... Oh, gosh. Once I got home, I really wasn't even looking at time. Pretty close to 4? It was probably 3.30, 3, 3.45. Okay. So, yeah, around there. Um, okay. Got home. Um, I immediately, all the stuff, all my TA-50, I took it all on the back porch because it stunk. Yeah. And um uh, happen after month. Yeah, and I have two dogs. Mm -hmm. So um Daniel let them out so they could come say hi to me and I was on the back porch and they came and said hi to me. Mm -hmm. What kind of dogs are you? I have a it's like a one and a half year old, um he's almost two actually. It's like a little rat terrier. Okay. Just a little lap dog. Right. And then I have like an eight month old black snout hound. Mm -hmm. That's it, those are those two are it. Face like a mastiff or what? Yeah, he, he looks like a mastiff kind of. He like he's blonde, but he has a big snout and just a snout's black. Right. How many how big is he? He's probably I would put him on a scale before because he grows like every week. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's probably like between 16 and 80 pounds right now. Yeah, he'll be big. Yeah, he's probably like 60. He's probably like 60 something. Well, I have a, a girl. Uh, old English is 145. Yeah, that's, that's a, big. A two, yeah. Um, a girl. Yeah. All right, so you see the dogs. You dumped your T50 there. Now what happens? Um, yeah, dumped my T50 outside. Then I went in. I was just kind of messing around with the dogs. And yeah. uh, I'll, we sat down for a little bit. Me and wife were just talking about mm -hmm. her work and where she work on the. And another thing they had on the report that they made a big deal out of. But on the way home, on the way home, she told me, "Hey, I got you some alcohol." Okay. And 
Oh, I was like, oh, okay. And she got me some cin- um, the cinnamon um, fire fireball. She got your fireball. Yeah. What about the Jack Daniels that's in there? Is Jack Daniels? Yeah. Is it an empty bottle? Yeah. Is it up on top? They found okay. it in there someplace. Yeah, it's probably from a party. Yeah, like old. a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah. But you dumped the fireball thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we sat down. So she said up. she bought the fireball on the way, so she knew. This is while we're driving that she brought this up. Right. And what they said, and I wasn't really knowing about what else. We'll kind of get back to that in a minute, but okay. So when you get home, you sat down to she fix your drink or something. Is that what you're getting to? What? So Did she fix your drink or tell you after she told you about the fireball? You guys got home. Yeah, she got me her Red Bull too. And, um, you drink Red Bull and Fireball. Yeah, I, I don't usually drink any of that kind of stuff. Okay. But somebody told when I was in Yakima, somebody told me that if you mix the two together, like a little dash of fireball and some yeah. will taste good. Okay, what do you call that? Crap. Crap. Tastes terrible. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Red Bull, Fireball, it tastes like. Yeah. yeah, but I was digging the Red Bull because I was really really tired. Okay. Um. So on the yeah. So on the way home. She told me she got me that fireball, and mm-hmm. we're underage, and I asked her, hey, wh- wh- where'd you get it? And she said, oh, well, I had my coworker get it. Okay. And Who's that? I don't know. I've never met them before. Okay. So, um, yeah, and I said, oh, okay. And then she brought up that she had bought um, that coworker's wife some roses or flowers she right. said flowers she said she said flowers I heard about that part, man. yeah and um she said it was because she had a baby and she's been being kept up a lot and like wasn't feeling very good right so did she mention that on the way yeah she kind of just brought it up because i asked her where she got the alcohol from mm-hmm. and um so yeah okay all right, so we're sitting down there talking. So I didn't think too much of it, but yeah. they brought something up that I didn't We'll, we'll get to that part. This is trying to keep on the natural progression okay. of what happened, the chronological sequence there. Okay. So you're sitting there talking to your wife. Uh, she fixed your drink, or you just go this get is, it? We're talking on the way. Oh, yeah, I know, got home, but you got home. Did the dog thing, and then we yep. were sitting on the couch, and we were just kind of talking. Okay. Yeah, no, I went and made it myself. Made it yourself, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Right what? After she told you about it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? Yes, did that. We were talking, and I was just, uh, yeah, I was curious about her work because she got a job with a company called Granite Transformations. Where's that? Uh, well, it's like a global company, but they're just not opening up a branch in the SeaTac area. Where, um, how long has she been there? Well, she started, she got the job like two, I want to say two weeks before I went to Yakima. Okay. So about probably about two weeks before the 27th. And, um, sorry, I feel really sick. Okay. Um, Are you going to throw up? Before I get in the story, I keep thinking of that. Um, Just press in there. If you need to grab it, move it closer to you. you so, no, I'm good for it. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I was like, oh, well, show me. So we went to the, we have two bedrooms. We have one bedroom is set up like for a computer. And like, yep. if we have a guest, they can stay in there. It's where I keep like some of my hunting stuff. Right. Anyways, um, 
yeah, I went there and she was showing me some stuff on the computer because she makes like the people that uh, do the transmissions will like take videos of them doing it. Yeah. And then my wife goes in, she'll cut it up and like make a little snippet video of like how it's done and begin. Oh, is that her job? She does the graphic. Well, no, no, no. she does a little bit. Like that was just something she got tasked to do was to make that. Right. But. She, I think she does like sales. Oh, she did like sales. Okay. And she worked with like the manager and stuff. Okay. Went around with them, but she was moving around a lot. It seemed like. What do you mean? Moving around within the company or? Like just going all over town. I feel like. Okay. Right when they first started. She had to go to like class that was right. up in Everett. Right. And she had to go there twice okay. uh, the day after. You know, she stayed over up there or she had No, she, she drove back as far as I know, but I was out of town when she did that. Oh, okay. That was, yeah, that was uh, the weekend that I left to go to Yakima. Okay. That she went to go do that. Okay. But she'd been uh, doing some stuff with them before, like she'd been talking to the owners before that. Right. Anyway, so, so we went there, we were talking about it, and we were just, I just wanted her to show me what she was doing. Her boss, like, gave her a couple books to read, and she, okay. and so I was just looking at the books, and I was just watching her doing these videos, and I watched some videos, and we were talking, and then one thing led to another, we had, we ended up having sex in our uh, spare bedroom. So is that where the computer is? Yeah, that's where the computer. Okay, so there is there a bed in there as well? Yeah, that, I have a or bed. Or futon or what? No, it's a full. It's like a, a twin or like a double or like a queen size. Okay. Whatever you want to call that, like a queen size. Anyways, but yeah, we've been there for like in case you okay. know somebody's a place to stay. Okay. Yeah. Bedroom has sex. Okay. Anything mm -hmm. specific about that? Anything unusual about the sex? Yeah. I mean, anything you know? No, it was good. It's just fine. Okay. Yeah. We really don't get crazy. We're pretty lovely. Okay. All right. So, uh, and then after that, I went and took a shower. Okay. And she went back to the computer and just started doing a little bit of work work. And she was she was calling some um, some clients or employees or some some somebody that she works with to set up some sort of schedule. Anyways. Yeah, she's doing that in the client or, or uh, a coworker. I don't know. I don't, she said. I think she said clients. Okay. But I don't. I don't really know. Okay. She is. She was talking to somebody about the business. I don't know what is. What was the context of that conversation? What? what was the context of that conversation? Do you recall? Oh, I said I was going to go take a shower. She's like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to go. I got that. But you walk, did you walk in on that conversation? No, I, I didn't listen to her on the on the phone. That's hear, when I was in the shower. You didn't hear any of that? No. Okay. So when you get out of the shower, what happens? Uh, I got a shower. I dried off, put some lotion on, some uh, cologne, went and got some PJs. And right then when that happened, the, I, I, um, before we had, had sex, mm -hmm. while we were talking and stuff, I ordered a, a pizza on Domino's app. Okay. And um, so, well, at first I ordered it and they didn't send it out, so then I had to call them again okay. and redo it. So by the time I got out of the shower, like literally right after I got out of the shower, okay. the pizza guy came and I went and got the pizza and then okay. me and her, uh, 
just hung out. I was sitting with the dogs. We got some pizza and we started watching like GI Jane okay. and like some other stuff on TV. Okay. But GI Jane, what was what was what I was watching and like um. What, what, uh, was it, that was just on TV? Like, yeah, it was like on, I think it was like on AMC or something. Okay. Um. But yeah. Um. So when do you stop watching TV? Oh, where's your wife at that point? At that, okay. So after dinner, she went. She uh, went back in the room, and she was on the computer, or whatever. And then she went from that room to the bedroom. And while I'm out of town, I haven't done this before, but this time I left her a a firearm. Mm-hmm. Did she be taking her shooting before? Yeah. Okay. But I don't think, I mean, she knew how to use it. I brought her shooting like a few times, so she knew how to use it. Which firearm did you leave her? It was a uh, AR-15 that I got her for her birthday. What kind of AR-15? It was a DPMS 5.56. Anything specific about that? No, I put some, I had like blue. Four grips or pistol grip or what? It had blue furniture on it. Yeah. Like blue mossy oak furniture because she likes the color teal blue. Mossy oak type stuff. Yeah, it was like a can't blue teal camo. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I left her that. Okay. And so she was in the room and I was watching TV and she went to the other room. Okay. And she grabbed the rifle and she brought it to the bedroom. The, I mean, not my bedroom, the, 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 off, the, off, yeah, the spare bedroom. And while she was doing that, she told me, hey, you can put this away. I don't need it anymore because, you know, I'm home. So I wasn't really, I was just sitting there with the dog and I was just like, oh yeah, okay, I'll do it in a minute. Like I wasn't really paying attention. Okay. And then, um, a few minutes later, a few minutes later, I was just like, oh, I'll go do that right now. And um, I went in the room and I just, you know, I was just going to do it real quick. Was, where did you come from then? I was sitting in the living room watching that movie. Okay. And she, remember, she brought the rifle back in the spare bedroom. Right. And then she just called out to you, hey, can you put this away? Yeah, she's like, hey, can you put this away? I don't okay. know where you're going. Okay. And then I, I didn't do it right away. I sat there for like okay. five, ten minutes. I was still watching the movie. All right. And then I got up, and then whatever, I got up like five, ten minutes later. Mm-hmm. I went into the spare bedroom, and I just like. Where is she? She's sitting, at that point, she's sitting in the office chair. Okay. And, um, yeah, she's sitting in the office chair just looking at the computer. I don't know if she, she's, I saw Grant Transformations on the computer. Okay. So I don't know exactly what she was doing. Um, so, I, uh, oh, and in between there, the, the status of the weapon when I left on the 27th of September right. the magazines were not in the weapon and the weapon was not charged it was not loaded there's nothing in the chamber there's nothing in the chamber I left okay. it that way and it was in the in her uh, closet in, in the bedroom so how was it when you went to, went to retrieve it and put it away when I went to retrieve it, it had, uh, she had the magazine, there's a bird cage on the side. Mm-hmm. She had the magazine in the bird cage. Okay. Yeah. And I don't, I think, and I saw that and I wasn't really thinking, 
and but it didn't really click that she probably put the magazines in the weapon while I was gone. Yeah. And you didn't ask her. No, I didn't ask. I just insinuated. Mm -hmm. So, so I go in the bedroom and I grab the rifle and I just take the magazine out of the bird cage and I put it up like this, not even aware of where I was even pointing it. And um, I just, I thought it was empty already, so. Okay, so let me make sure. Yeah. We've gone through this a couple of times and it took about two hours for those guys to get you from, you hold it at your thigh, like kind of down to your waist and level I was so the when it first brought me in here. I didn't okay, to a point where you actually shoulder the weapon. Yeah, I had it like this and, and I was just- put it in the fire position and pull the trigger. Yeah. And it happens to be oriented toward your wife's head. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so. All right, I got that part. So we all know that as a result of your actions, for whatever the intent that you shot your wife, we got that part. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So she gets, uh, to, just tell me, just tell me what you did. So I, I picked up the weapon. Mm -hmm. I, I was in, I, I picked up the weapon, put on fire, pulled the trigger. Okay. Thinking that it was empty because okay. that's how I left it. Okay. Not thinking my basic rules of the firearm. Now, where's the where's the weapon at that point in time? How were you holding it? Like, like you just like I wasn't looking down the sides. I was look. I wasn't even looking at Danielle. Okay. I was looking down, like off the top of the weapon, like okay. this. And I just held up like this, and I put. I remember I put on. I looked at the safety selector. I put on a fire and I just fired. Have you done any training in Mock City? Over at Ranger Battalion or anything like that? No. You never used the. You know what I'm talking about. The Fox City in, in military operations and urban terrain where you do building searches and do yeah, that kind I've, of stuff. I've done some when, like, like in basic training. We haven't done anything since you've been a part of the party. We don't, um, you guys are strikers. Yeah. Not really. When I go shoot on my personal time, it's usually with like a hunting rifle. Okay, like, but what I'm saying is during, during the course of your action, how, do, how were you trained to clear buildings and shoot? How do you do that? Um, at the low ready. At the low ready. Okay. So like this, so you can point you. You're not really especially aiming, right? You're just center mass there on your on your freaking uh, vest, right? On your heavy vest, and you're yes, ready sir. to go up gun and, and and get 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 rounds on target, correct? Yes, sir. Is that how you're holding it right there? That's what I'm asking. When I was inside of my house. When you're getting ready to, yeah, you're you're clear. When I was inside of my house, I did not have the weapon at a low ready. Okay, so where it's it's up way up here. Yeah, it was like out, it was on my shoulder. It was up on the upper part of my body. I think it was. It was is it sit at the center or is it up in your shoulder pocket? I think it was like right here up in my shoulder. In your shoulder pocket. Yeah. And yeah. So I put it right there. Okay. The, down the okay. selector. Now, the problem for me. Yeah. You know, because obviously I've shot a long time. All right. Yeah. So, you know, my last job was the operations sergeant major at MP Battalion, right? So I've been around weapons a long time. And all I've done in my whole life since I was 19 years old has been a copper but an MP, right? Mm -hmm. My problem is that I've got somebody who's putting their weapon in their shoulder pocket, which indicates that, hey, that's a point aim freaking position. Or, you know, if you're trained like this, yeah. you know, clearing buildings, I get that part, you know? And you're even even if you're just putting it in your chest as a, as a matter of practice, and you're like, oh, you know, and you're clearing, I get that part, you know? And you're telling me what I'm seeing during that during that interview is that hey, I have clear weapons. I know how to clear weapons, 
but yet I made this fatal error. Yes, I did. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Is that yeah, you, you understand? And then what happens after that? Somebody was killed. I, okay, I got that part. What happens after that? What do you do? What I do after that? Yes, sir. I immediately freaked out. I um, I looked down. I saw there was a casing on the ground. I saw my wife. Where was that casing located? It was. Uh, I think it must have hit the wall and just went right down on the ground, right in front of me. Inside the bedroom or out in the hall? I think it was in. I think it is in the bedroom. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's not in the bedroom. Where's it at? It's out in the fucking hall. I must have That's kicked. The it. I must have kicked it then. And maybe. Or was in the position you thought, or you weren't in the position you're telling me you were. No, when this I, is going to eject out to the right, right? If you're pointing toward a person. When I walked into the bedroom, as you walk into the spare bedroom, mm-hmm. it's kind of a small bedroom, so the bed is kind of close to the door. Right. I grabbed the rifle right off the bed, and I was just kind of like in the doorway, halfway between the bed and the doorway. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, the weapon, mouth, my weapon error happened. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what do you do after that? After your wife is shot, you see that she's, it appears to be a fatal injury, I'm guessing. Is that your, is that a correct assumption? Yes. Okay. She's shot how? What is her extent of her injuries at that time? I'd seen that she was shot. Um, Tell me what you saw. I, I didn't see the wound right away, but I did see that she was like this and her head was like that. And she was like. And what side of her head? Uh, well, she was leaning on the right side. Was she shot to the right side? I didn't find. I didn't know she was shot on the right side until after I went. I left the room. I took the rifle and I threw it on the ground in the closet. What did you do when you left the room? That, that's what. I did. That's what you did. I turned around. I, I threw the rifle in the closet. In your in your primary bedroom. Yes. Okay. And. I was, um, yeah, and I went back to the um, the spare bedroom, and there was the magazine, and I think there was like another one that she had there, and I sweeped it off the bed and I kicked it on, on, under the bed. I don't know why I did that, but I did. And okay. um, I, and at that point, I did look at. Dan- go back up for me just a second, make sure I got this right. So you, once you threw the weapon in the closet in your bedroom, yes. where you sleep, yeah. right in your closet, you came back to the spare bedroom. There's a magazine on the bed. Is that correct? Yeah. When I unloaded the, when I picked it up, when she brought it into the room, they had that magazine in the. That was in the birdcage. Yeah, and there was another one that was like on the bed. I don't know, like. Uh, she must have had that with her or something. Were both of them on the bed or just one? They're both on the bed. Yeah. Okay. But there is that one that was in the birdcage and I took it off the birdcage and I put it on the bed. I took it out of the birdcage and I put it on the bed. Right. So there's two magazines on the bed at that time. Yeah. Because she had two. Right. Yeah. There was probably more. Probably the one that came out of the magazine well, right? And if she took yeah. one out. Yeah. And if she had obviously chambered around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you, you swept them underneath of it? Yeah, I don't know why I did that, but I went like this. I uh, scooped, I like shoved them off the bed and kicked them. Right okay. Bed. And um, kicked under the bed. Yeah, I went like this, like this coverage, like yeah. that, and I kicked it. Okay. And then what happens next? And then I. I looked over at her. I didn't touch her yet. Okay. I, I looked at her mm-hmm. and. Um, Did you say anything? 
I, I was said her name okay. a few times. The whole time I was saying her name. Calling Danielle. Yeah. Um, but right there, I was I was like yelling it. I was I was saying it. Right. And I hadn't I hadn't seen the. How many times you call her name? Oh gosh, from um, from beginning to end. Before I left the scene, probably a hundred times. Okay. All right. I was saying it a lot. How loud? I was whispering it, and I was yelling it, and I screamed it a couple times, and it was just like, I was like saying it to myself. I was like, Daniel, Daniel, like that. And, um, so you're telling me you're whispering it. I was. Because you're distraught, and then you start yelling it, because maybe the emotion and the circumstances it was, I was just get to you. Yeah, I was just up and down, up and down. Is it loud enough for the neighbors to hear? Do you think? Yeah, I'm, I think yeah. they must have heard me say it, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then what happens? Um, yeah, I, when I looked over or after the magazine thing happened, I looked at her mm -hmm. and I noticed that I saw the wound. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just ghost. I, I didn't know what to do when that happened. I, I noticed that she had been shot in the head on the right side. Okay. Um, I, Did she get the wound? Um, I didn't see I didn't see the actual wound, but I saw like I didn't see like the, like the actual hole, but I saw like the uh, I don't know I mean, I, I didn't see like the actual hole, but I saw like the area. The blood like, where the blood mass was. Up. Yeah. Okay. Any exit to her face or head on the front? I think it was right like here. Around her left or right eye. Um, her right, but okay. if you looked at her, it'd be her left. Okay. Any other damage to the wall? I didn't. Anything I didn't, else I that you saw where the round might have gone after that? Did you see it? Did it hit the computer or anything like that? No, I didn't look at the where the round went after that. Okay. Um, I don't know if it hit the computer. You no, I, the computer. I, don't, I don't know. I remember seeing the computer damage. No. Okay. All right. I remember seeing, I don't, I didn't look at, the only thing I saw was the blood. Okay. That was the only. And then what? And then for, for some reason, I thought, oh my gosh, I have alcohol now in the house. And I went and I grabbed that. Is it just one bottle? Yeah, it was the. Where did you put that bottle? I threw it. Where? Uh, like when I, w I went out to my porch and I just like threw it. I don't know. Off the balcony? Yeah. Threw it off the balcony? Yeah. Just out in the bushes someplace? Where'd it land? I don't remember. I just kind of like, grass I or? just kind of tossed it. I don't remember what direction. Okay. All right. Um, then what? Somebody knocking on your door? Yeah, at that point, somebody was knocking on my door as I was when I went back with. Before I, w I went out to the porch. Right. I went by, went by, after I saw Danielle, I went to the kitchen, I grabbed that bottle, I went to the bathroom, I poured it out, and then I flushed it twice. Okay. And then I went out through the bottle. And while I was flushing, I heard the people knocking on the door, my next door neighbors. And, um,. Yeah, I threw that bottle, and my my dog, my hound dog, mm -hmm. chased me out there. Not like scary, but he like ran out there, and he was like hiding on the porch. Okay. And my little dog was hiding somewhere. Did you put the dogs on the porch? Close the slider. What? Did you put the dogs on the porch and close the slider when he answered the door, or what? No, I just left the slider open. Okay. 
My dogs don't mean any harm. They wouldn't okay. me, so I wasn't worried about them. I don't know if you wanted to jump on the neighbors or, you know. Okay, anyway. Um, so did you answer the door? Right yeah, there? after I threw that bottle, I um, answered the door. Mm -hmm. And what did you tell her? It was my next door neighbor. It was a male. It, okay. it was, yeah, um, he was wearing a white shirt. Is he a military guy? I think he's a military guy. Okay. Do you know his name? I don't remember his name. Okay. Um, but apparently they said that they came in here that he, the guy that knocked on my door, I might have come in here and did a report or something. So I don't, okay. I don't remember his name. Don't worry about what he, what he said. I want to know what you experienced. I don't care about anybody else at this one time. Yeah, I don't that part. I guess so. Um, but yeah, I answered the door and I, he said he heard a gunshot and I was just, and he asked if everything's okay. And then I just looked at him and I said, no, not, and everything's not okay. My wife's hurt. And, okay. and he's like, is she okay? And I'm like, I, I didn't even know what to do. And I was freaking out. And okay, I, this is very important. What did you tell him at that point in time? Because I'm going to tell you, that's a sticking point for me. I think I might have said that, um, that she was cleaning her rifle. But I don't know why I said that because I wasn't trying to cover that up. Like, I don't know why I said that, but they said I said that and I must have said that. If they said I said that, I probably said it because I don't remember. But I do remember right in between that time when he's at the door, my body, I went like limp and I fell on the ground. You fainted? Yeah, I, I, no, I knew what was going on. Like I was sinking still, but my body just like gave out, and then I got up right after that. And uh, have you closed the door or before? No, the door automatically closes closes if there's somebody not so, holding it. Okay, so after you closed the door, the neighbor, you fell down. Is that right? No, he was holding the door open. Oh, okay, he was holding the door open. Yeah, and, and then um, you fall in the front end. Yeah. Okay. Like it, once I realized what I did, and he was talking to me, and then okay. So, how would you describe him? White male, black male? He was a white male, probably six foot one. Mm -hmm. Probably heavy, medium, what? heavy, probably two fifteen, two twenty. Okay. Okay. Um, brown hair, blonde hair, what? And he was like short blonde. Short blonde. Okay. And then his wife was outside too, but she was like in the. I didn't really get on the landing. Yeah, um, she was like probably five nine, five probably like five nine. Okay, where do they live? They live directly across. Uh, directly across the door, directly in front of mine. And you don't know their name? No, I met them once before, but I can't remember because. Okay. All right. And then, um, but yeah, and then after I fell, I got up and I realized what happened. I went into the room. I started crying and I grabbed the right side of her head and uh, where's your neighbor at this one time he didn't come in the house he was what did he say to you um I can't remember what he said to me oh I remember he asked if she was okay and I said no I think she's gone and um that's all I can remember him saying okay and then I asked, I asked um, his wife, because she was on the phone, like, you call the cops? And she said, yeah, and I was like, okay, good. And I, but this is after I fainted and I walked, 
and everything snapped and I walked into the room and I, I started crying and I was, I grabbed Danielle on the right side of the head and I cut my finger on, I think, bone fragment on her head. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd seen what I did and I was just holding her. I looked at her face and there was no response and I, she wasn't breathing, there wasn't anything. And yeah. I just started whispering Danielle and then. And what? Did you walk down to police? Yeah, and then I walked downstairs to. Did the uh, police call you out? Uh, no, they didn't have to call me out. I immediately like I heard uh, like sirens outside, mm -hmm. and I uh, I walked downstairs and I was sitting on the landing with the neighbor's wife, and I was like making sure that that those were the cops that she called. And then I and so I went downstairs because I saw, um, I think it was like two, or th I think it was three police officers and they had their weapons drawn. Right. And um, I put my hands up right. and, I, and I, they handcuffed me and I wasn't, I didn't resist or anything. Okay. I told her that my wife was upstairs and she's wounded. Okay. And they brought me to um, one of the uh, officer's cars. And I sat there for a little bit while they had a fire truck and I didn't see a paramedic truck, but I think that's why the firemen were there. Yeah. Um, the Russian here. Um, I can't remember his name. They put me. They were gonna put me in one cop car, and then somebody else said no. Put me in this cop. Put me in a different car. Okay. And then he brought me here in in cuffs, and then I, I sat outside for a little bit. Okay. And I, at that point, I was just. I'm right. still saying my wife's name. Let's get down to some, a few questions that I have. Okay? Okay. So let me make sure I understand everything. Then I want you to make sure that you understand everything. Yes. All right? Because there is an explanation for this. And, you know, Detective Jordan and Detective Barnard told you that, hey, you know, Did you make a mistake? And nobody refutes the fact that you you shot your wife and killed her. Yeah, we know the physical act of that is yours. Okay? Yeah, There's a couple of things that are omitted here. One thing is, you know, you're about as emotionless as I am, you know? And I'm a 36-year freaking veteran of, of police work, okay? That, that's a problem for me, okay? If somebody shoots their wife, accidentally or otherwise, and they have no intent, all right? You know what? I'm a basket case, you know? Just like Barnett had told you before, okay? All this is gonna be entered, you know, this is, we're being recorded. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna go in front of a jury, yes. okay? And with the totality of circumstances, right? Now look at, yes. you, you understand what I'm talking about? Okay, you like emotion. I, I don't so, know why. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, let me finish speaking, please. You like emotion. You admit to pulling the trigger and orienting, orienting the weapon towards your wife. Yes. Okay. Sir. That part we got clear. Now, were, I mean, like I said, is why, why did that happen? Okay. Your experience, we know that. All right. The other thing is, we've got a scene there. Yeah. You shoot her. The weapon's hidden in the, in, the, in the closet, thrown in your closet in your bedroom. The magazines are kicked under the bed. 
the alcohol that you're too young to have is poured out and the bottle is thrown off the balcony, right? Yes, sir. What does that look like to a reasonable, objective person? What are you trying to cover something up? It doesn't. I mean, I'm asking you. Is that? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, it does. It looks like I was. Trying it looks to bad. Me. Okay. It looks horrible for you. Yeah. Okay. The only thing. The only. Look at me. The only thing that I can do for you. And I, listen. I have sat across the table from many a freaking killer. Many times. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes it's an accident, and most of the time it's freaking damn straight on purpose. Okay. You just got back from Yakima. The day you get back, you shoot your wife. Yeah. What usually happens in that case with a soldier? What is usually the cir circumstance? His wife's been fucking around on him. That's usually the case. Yeah. Okay? And he finds out about it, and you find some evidence of that. We know that she bought flowers for somebody, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like no. I said at the beginning, well, she told me about that. Okay, and that's why we're getting to this now, okay? She told you about that. Now, she might have been trying to mitigate that circumstance. Now, listen to me. I've been married 33 freaking years. Same woman, okay? A long time. Unusual for my profession, having that I picked, of course, being a soldier for 22 years and being a police officer for 15 years, you know, after that. That's a long time, right? Yes, sir. And you can tell from the lines in my head, I'm not a real fucking prize to be, to be around sometimes. But I'm going to tell you that, you know, I would never send roses, red roses, to anybody except my wife. That is unusual. Now, if somebody were sick, I would send them flowers. A bouquet, perhaps. Red roses is a little different. Well, it specifically says red roses on the receipt, right? Did you know about that before? I didn't. The first time I heard about the receipt is when the two uh, detectives came okay. after they took a break. And did, she, did your wife tell you what kind of flowers she sent? No, she just said she just said a bouquet of flowers. Bouquet of flowers. Yeah. Okay. Did you? Did you? So you never saw that at all. Never, you never saw the receipt or anything from. I Sacred. never saw the flowers. And I never saw the receipt. Right. I understand. You never saw the flowers because they're not in the house, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Did you ever scratch your head and kind of go, "What the hell is that about?" What do you think that a dozen roses roses cost a cent? Did she tell you how much she said she spent on them? No, I'll usually buy Danielle like a single rose and I'll bring it to your room. And what's that running? Just a few dollars. A few dollars, right. So you multiply a few dollars times 12, like 40 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a, you know, it's a little chunk of change, right? Yeah. Is that something you would do for just anybody or something you, somebody you knew casually? I mean, I don't know. You see, I, 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 buy flowers from I wouldn't buy flowers from my wife either, you know, and I would, and I wouldn't do it for somebody I knew casually, you know, and if my wife did that shit, it probably, I'd probably say, what the hell's going on with that? You know, was that the case? Were you suspect about that at all? No. When she told me when I was in the car, I thought she would, cause she told me she got it for her, uh, her coworker's wife. Right. So he's having some postpartum depression issues or something. Is that kind of what it is? For the you know, do you know what that is? For the other woman. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why or what was wrong. She said like she had a kid. Right. She had a baby and she was kind of feeling blue after that. Yeah. yeah. That's what postpartum depression is. I yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. That's that's when you have a baby and hormonal um, freaking problems or something. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
So but yeah, she told me about that, and I didn't really think much of it because okay. I thought, well, maybe she knows them better than I do. I don't. All right. Well, let's get let's get to the rest of the part of it. Okay. Okay. Rifle goes in the closet, right? Yeah. Magazines get kicked underneath there. You dump that stuff out. You give the, the neighbor some bullshit story at the door. All those things in totality of circumstance formulate intent. I understand. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. Okay. So which is it? Are you in did you intend to shoot her or did you intend to disturb the crime scene? Which one is it? I did not intend to shoot her, but I did intend to disturb the crime scene. Okay, so you, endure, you, you disturbed the crime scene after the fact. Yes. Okay, intentionally. You gave that, you had some quick thoughts about that. Intentionally, yes. And intentionally, quick thoughts came And why did you do that? Why did you do that? I, I, I don't, I don't know, sir. You just can't? I, I, I guess, I don't. Okay, let me ask you this question. Did your acts of negligence result in your wife's death? Yes, sir. It did, okay. So what do we call that? We call that manslaughter, that's what we call it, right? That's a problem for you. That's a problem for you right there, okay? Whether or not, you know, it's a, it's a lower form of murder, but it's a murder, okay? It's recklessness, right? Yes, sir. Okay. That's what I need to know. I mean, first, did you intentionally plan to kill your wife? Answer the question. Yes, sir. Okay. Did you negligently and recklessly kill your wife? Say it again. Negligently and recklessly kill your wife. Did your actions negligently? Yes, sir. Okay, they did. Yes, okay. sir. So, would you, in, in simpler terms, would you say your own stupidity resulted in your wife's death? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. That's what I need to know. There's no other reason at this point in time for you to, that you killed your wife. No financial issues? No, apparently they said that I was seventeen thousand dollars in debt. Might be. I, I do have a car loan, but okay. no, that was never a problem for me. But, but altogether, I mean, that's a little chunk of change. How much do you make a month? Um, for my housing, BH, I make. I BH and salary. It's like. 3,600, 2,500. Wow, that's big money, huh? Pretty four. It's a lot different than when I was in. Okay, so $3,600 $3, a month? Yeah. With, with BAH? BAS, BAH. BAH, okay, all right. And then so for, my base pay and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you don't get any other proficiency pays, right? Nothing else? You're not airborne qualified, you're not jumping. No, I don't get anything extra. Okay, good. All right. So let's get down to the test. So what are fair questions in your, in your opinion? What are some fair questions? Did you intentionally kill your wife? Is that a yes. fair question? No, I'm asking you. We're going to formulate the questions I'm going to ask you when we get in the box. Did I intentionally kill my wife? That's yeah. a, if you want to ask that, that's a fine question. I'll answer that. Okay. All right. All right. 
really don't know. I have learned that myself. Are you in shock or something? Are you always like this? Is this just your personality? Uh, I, well, I've never been around something like this. My heart's been pumping like crazy since the, since it happened. It hasn't stopped. Really? You don't display that. I mean, you know, like I said, if my wife's dead, what am I going to do, Skyler? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to go right there and I'm going to apply some direct pressure like I'm trained to do. And I'm going to call 911 with the other hand and I'm going to talk to her and make sure, you know, I have her attention and she's still with us, right? Yes. Have you been trained in that? Yeah, Bullshit. I know you've been training it. I know that you've had some combat life service training. I see, I see. Something like that. Stop making fucking excuses because I know that. Okay? That's that's the thing. You can't. Why didn't you do that? Why? Answer the fucking question, man. I, I don't know, sir. Why? I mean, the reasonable fucking person would go there and try to save that person's life. Especially if it's somebody that fucking means a lot to them. Is that reasonable? Yes, it is. It is. Is it reasonable for somebody to go dump their alcohol off the goddamn uh, yeah, patio as a priority? No. Is it reasonable for somebody to flush it? No. Is it reasonable for somebody to kick the fucking magazines under the bed and to hide the weapon? No. It's not. So tell me why you fucking did those things. Because it makes you look like a fucking killer. I'm telling you, it makes you look like a fucking killer. And when this gets in front of a jury, that is exactly what you're gonna look like. Because you're not giving me an explanation. You're just not, man. I was just, I don't know why, but I think because of the alcoholism in my system, I tried to cover my... How much did you drink, Tyler? I mean, Skyler? How much did you drink? One drink. One drink? I, I don't drink that often. I, How much do you I, weigh? Like 150 to 160 pounds. 150, 160 pounds. You have one drink. How big of a shot of fireball did you take? It was, it was if I fill it up in the cup, it was probably right there. Not a whole lot. Yeah, and yeah. Then some Red Bulls. And some Red Bulls, right? Did you feel drunk? I, I definitely was not sober, so I felt buzzed off. You felt a little buzzed. Were you out of control? You think you were in, in, incapable of making a fucking decision? Were you? I'm asking no, you. I was capable of making decisions, sir. Okay, so are you, you're telling me, as a soldier in the United States Army, who is able to fucking hang a fucking mortar to, how long does it take you to fucking Calculate that trajectory hang, and get him to fucking hang that round and shoot it. How many seconds? How many fucking seconds? I can get the gun up in like 10 to 15 seconds. 10 to fucking 15 seconds. You can get a goddamn 81 millimeter mortar downrange, but you can't keep your shit together enough to apply direct pressure to your wife's fucking wound after you shoot her. Really? Really? You want me to fucking believe that? How do I fucking believe that? How do I convince a judge and a jury that you are not a fucking intentional killer? After you have, you know, you fucking destroyed my fucking crime scene, you, you find out that your wife bought flowers for somebody fucking else, and you get back from Yakima on that day. Really? Does that look fucking rosy and fucking peachy for you? Does it? No. No, it doesn't. So what's the fucking truth, bud? 
I didn't intentionally kill my wife, sir. You didn't? I did not. Really? The, f the flowers... What's that fucking machine going to say? Because I'm going to tell you what. Let me explain how this works. The FM frequency of your voice will be measured by that machine. A polygraph is 35% accurate. I would not take one if my fucking life depended on it. An 18-year study completed last year with that through Johns Hopkins is 96 fucking percent accurate. If you lie, I will fucking know. Absolutely positive of it. Yes, sir. No bullshit. Yes, sir. So before we get and you waste my fucking time, let me know where you're at with it, bud. Where are you at with it? As a soldier, to soldier, tell me what the fucking deal is. Because the only thing I can do to mitigate you getting 20 or fucking life is to say, listen, when I looked you fucking straight in the eye, you said, listen, I made a mistake, I fucked up, and that's the way it is, okay? Now, is it intentional or isn't it? It's not intentional, sir, I did fuck up. I'm a f I fucked up. What do you think you deserve then for that? Just trade. I wish I could trade places with her. Okay, got that part. Not happening. How many years do you think you should go to jail? How well do you think you're going to do in Washington State Prison, Skyler, at a buck fifty and five foot eight? Not well at all. Not well at all. You know what? It's going to be a hard fucking road to toe, road to toe, dude. I'm telling you, because some fucking buck, <laughs> you know, you got a pretty face, man. They're going to be all over your ass. I'm going to tell you that, and that's not even a fucking threat. It's a matter of fact. I'm just telling you. I need the truth, the absolute fucking truth. Okay. What do you think, sir? I'm asking you. I, I think the totality of circumstances is horrible for you. I'm telling you, the facts investigation indicated that you intentionally shot your fucking wife, either because you found something on that computer or because you thought she was having an affair over the flower thing. And that's all I can come up with based upon the facts and the physical evidence that I have now. And that's the only thing I can deal with, Skyler, is what I'm finding in your apartment, what I'm putting together, you know, and what the other investigators putting together. I'm not lying to you. You know everything that I fucking know. Everything. I'm not holding anything back. I don't need to. You know what went down there. The only thing I can't figure out is what's in your fucking head. And why that went down. Sir, I'm trying to spill as much as I can for you, but... Uh, and I'm just trying to make sure, absolutely, that I got the right picture here. My negligence killed my wife. Okay, so that's what the machine's going to say? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure I don't make a mistake. You got it? Nothing personal. That's the way we're doing it. You want some water? I'll get you some.
Has uh, any of the family been told about that? Of her family, specifically? For anybody? Not that I'm aware of. or the chaplain will have the, those duties. I'll find out for you. When will I be able to speak with you? Uh, let's see if uh, we... I don't, I don't know if I can get you that before booking or before I get downtown. Let's see. Yeah. What's downtown? Jail. I mean, you know you're going to jail, right? You're not going to walk out of here for a manslaughter. Mm, Pretty serious, right? Yes. That's why I'm trying to emphasize. I can't emphasize it enough that you need to tell me the truth. Yes, sir. And I'm trying to emphasize. Okay. I agreed to this. And it's pretty serious. Yes, I know, sir. And, and, and you've been cooperative, you know, as far as participating in all the, you uh, know, everything we've asked you to do. But you know, like I said, people lie to me every day, every single day. Yes, sir. So it's not uncommon. <laughs> What about my um, leadership? I already talked to him. You already talked to him? I briefed your commander and your platoon leader. What did they say? Well, they didn't say much. It was basically, you know, I'm just told the facts of the investigation as it was thus far.
up right before you on this. Mm. Were you screwing with her at all? I mean, just, you know, trying to no, you there know, was no point at her, you know, or were you just in the back of your head, maybe she was looking the other way, and you had that little suspicion, maybe something that's happening, and you click it off and kind of your own little, hey, you know, self-satisfaction, anything like that? No? No funny games. Just, okay. I'm just asking, you know. My intent was to clear the weapon, just put it away. Just put it away, and uh, you were just near with it, and I handled it. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. So real quick, I'll go over the questions for them one more time, and then we'll get the we'll get the uh, all the um, reach a, uh, we'll get the mic on and have it calibrated, and we'll calibrate your voice. So is your name Skylar Nemitz? Say Nemitz. Skylar Nemitz. Nemitz. Okay, Skylar Nemitz. Is the color of my briefcase black? You'll answer. No. Okay. Is today Friday? Yes. Did you intentionally kill your wife? No. Okay. Is this the month of October? Yes. Did you point the weapon at your wife to scare her? No. Are we in the city of Lakewood? Yes. Have you ever driven over the streets at uh, posted speed limit? No. Okay. Am I wearing a watch? Yes. Okay.
you speak up. Move it up a little closer to you. It's got the clip on it, just move it. Try that. Use your name, Skyler Nimitz. Yes. Use your name, Skyler Nimitz. Yes. Point the weapon at your wife to scare her. No. 